Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And good evening, good evening, good evening. I am Richard the Razor Ewing. He's Matt, none the wiser wise. And if you're looking at the both of us, that means you put your game face on. And as always, Matt, you know, before I start, I got to go to the questions. Get them. So if you're trying to figure out how to get your postage out in a reasonable time without it being late, you're on the wrong podcast. And if you're trying to figure out how to get candle wax after it's melted off of the table, you're on the wrong podcast. However, if you want insight into Bay Area sports in the San Francisco Bay Area, you just put your game face on. And if you want insight into sports on a national level, once again, you put your big game face on. I'm Richard DeRazor Ewing. He's Matt None the Wiser Wise. Matt, what do we got? Well, NBA playoffs are uh, ramping up into the second round, so we have that going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired. I've been tired of it. I've been tired of doing the ad reads and not putting any of my ducats or any of my pesos or any of my little pennies where my mouth is. And when I say put my money where my mouth is, I'm talking about little pennies. I'm talking about five, $10 a pop. Uh, but I got money tonight. I had money on uh, um, Milwaukee bucks that I, I thought they were going to blow out um, Brooklyn and that didn't happen. So oh. I went over to BetOnline.ag. I put my money down on Milwaukee and I got, I got spanked. And, and it didn't go well for your boy, but, but to make up for things, I put more money down that Denver would win tonight. They were giving, given five points over on betonline.ag and I put a little bit down. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they can pull it out for me tonight. So I don't feel like a big old loser, but I usually don't feel like a bit old, big old loser because I go to betonline.ag It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports actions. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, odds. It's the best way to place your bets. And it's free, free, free to sign up. So head on over to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. All right. So if you think you got what it takes, you think you, you think you can you can win, you can win some money, I, I go to go to betonline.ag. I personally would not do that because, like I said, I'm terrible at picking winners. Although I will say this much from our discussion last week that you know, I I, I for whatever reason, I felt like like Phoenix was the team to beat this year. I do. I just kind of felt like, you know what, that team is, is, is pretty solid. And don't get me wrong. The Lakers didn't have all their players, but I think even if they had all their players, I don't think they were going to beat them. Um, now they're in the center in, the, in the second round. They, they got Denver. So we'll wait and see what happens. Um, I wanted to talk about the playoffs because I saw some interesting games so far, you know, um, I've seen some some games and 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 shout out to uh, Tom Thibodeau because he he got uh, coach of the year uh, this year uh, for coaching the Nets to the playoffs. They hadn't been in the playoffs in 11, 11 seasons. Did a phenomenal job. Um, but 
I just think when I'm watching these playoffs, it, it, one of the things that's that's standing out to me is that it just seemed like youth, okay, is just overtaking, you know, experience. I'm seeing a lot of young players. Trey Young's playing well. Um, even even the Grizzlies, when they were playing, John Moran, he was, he was they were playing, they were playing, you know, excellent. And and once again, you look at um, Devin Booker's still young. He's not, he's not, you know, he hasn't been in the league that long. Um, but it just seems like the youth is is kind of taking taking front seat, you know, to the experience. Um, but I tell you something, that game between Milwaukee and Brooklyn, oh my God, man, they they beat. I'm telling you something, the whooping that Ma, that Milwaukee got, there's a saying for that back in in um um back in my time. I used to live in East Palo Alto and back in that time, if if you if you stole something, they, they didn't call the police if they caught you. Okay. They they just beat the crap out of you. Okay. Just matter of fact, by the time they got done beating you, okay, you, you wanted them to call the police, okay, because they beat you up pretty bad. And that and that's what happened, man. The Bucks got beat like somebody stole like they stole something. Okay. It was like it's not looking good for the Bucks. It is not. Uh they look overmatched, overpowered, mm-hmm. over everything. Uh and Giannis can only do so much. That that I, I don't know why. I put my money down uh, with Milwaukee tonight. I honestly thought, I thought, figured, you know, after that first game that they would come back strong, they would have a better performance. I thought uh, they, they would at least make it a closer game, but um, that did not happen. Tonight. No, it did not. And I'll tell you something. Uh, I'll tell you something. What was really coming down is that the, the GM of that, of that uh, franchise, I, I can't think of his name right now. They need to get, they need to get some other, some other players in there. Middleton's got to go. He's just not consistent. No, they've 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 needed to put players around Giannis for a while. They had they they added Holiday, I think, this year. Yeah. Um, which which I thought was a good pickup, um, but they really didn't do nearly enough uh, around him and giving him enough talent around him. Mm-hmm. To get back to your other point, talking about youth and exuberance in the NBA, and that's definitely what you're seeing. They are outlasting some of the Grizzly veterans, some of the older teams. Mm-hmm. Um, you are just seeing them. Uh, basically it looks like they're not outplaying them, but they're out endurancing them. They are out, uh, you know, it just, it's, it seems like it's getting to the point, uh, with some of these teams, especially some of the older teams where you're seeing some older legs later in the games, Mm -hmm. you're seeing some of these younger players that have the legs to still get up and elevate or get around their defender or, make the small plays on defense that they need to make. So, so that is exciting. We are seeing kind of a transition in the NBA uh, to a, to a newer uh, generation of players, uh, which is exciting. Uh, now you get to latch on uh, to some of the newer players. I'm still latching on to Stephen Curry and next year. So, uh, but, but with the playoffs, look, you got the Hawks, the 76ers, you got the Nuggets, the Suns, you got the Clippers, the Jazz, and you got the Bucks and the Nets. So uh, you got some good series. That Clippers Jazz series is going to be a fun one to watch. Uh, I'm I, that's that's the one I have circled as kind of my favorite uh, so far right now. Uh, yeah, I can't believe Dallas could not hold on. You know that was just, I mean, in, in this is the thing when they were playing because I watched that game. When they were playing them. Um, 
before the last game they played. The, I watched the game before, mm-hmm. and they had a 3-2 lead, and I thought, okay, if you allow the Clippers to win this game, I said, you guys are going to lose. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. They, they, I mean, they were up three to two and just, and couldn't, 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 couldn't seal the deal. Couldn't, couldn't close shop. And Talking about youth and exuberance though, yeah. but that's, that's going to be one of the key things that a lot of these teams are going to be lacking is that killer instinct uh, going for the jugular, uh, keeping your, your opponent down when you have them down and finishing the game. Uh, that's what the Warriors did so well when on their runs. And that's what we love so much about them. So uh, yeah, you, you definitely oh, yeah. got to keep it. Yeah, like there you go, bro. You got to represent. Yeah. Let me, let me can I just hijack this for a second. Go ahead. I, I threw out a statistic last week about the San Francisco giants. And I went back to do my homework, mm-hmm. uh, to do my due diligence, to, to, to weed out the actual facts. And I have, I have a statistic here for you that's going to blow your mind. You've never heard it anywhere else. So any other radio station, any other podcast, sports, you, you've heard, not heard this stat anywhere else. You've heard it here first on Game Face, on the Game Face podcast, part of the Believe Talent Network. So, but the Giants, they've played 19 series so far this season. 19 so they're a, a series short so and those series could be a three-game series there's four game series in there and there's a couple two-game series in there but out of the 19 series that the san francisco giants have played this season they have won 14 out of 19 of those series that is wow. some really really good consistent baseball now that stats a little bit skewed to my bias for the san francisco giants because if it was a two-game series and they split the series i gave it to the giants assuming they were going to win if it was a three-game series so uh so th- those numbers could be you know 12 to 14 out of 19 but that is one heck of a statistic and that just shows like a really really consistent baseball team and that's what we're seeing two games up on the San Diego Padres. Wow, that is that is very very consistent. And I tell you something, I remember when the season started. You know, we all had ideas about you know what they would be able to do, but you know none of us picked them to be first in the West. None of us picked them to be leading the West for as long as they have. Um, they dropped a game just yesterday, and that was the first one they dropped in like I don't know how many weeks. Um, they, they got they got some talent on that team, and but they also got some experienced guys too. Cueto's been in the league a little while. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, we all know Busty Pose. God, well, Pose's been there. Listen, the pitching staff is going bananas. Gosman is uh, like superstar pitcher of the year. He has a 1.27 ERA. His opponents are hitting a, a one a point one point or point one five six batting average against him. He's having an all-star year. If he's not the starter of this year's all-star game, I would be surprised. Mm-hmm. And then again, you have the Giants. I have a stat here. They are the second in the league in home runs with 80, 85 home runs so far this year. Second in the league behind the Atlanta Braves. And the Atlanta Braves aren't in, in first place in their division. The San Francisco Giants are. So they're not just hitting home runs. They're playing really, really solid baseball with a really great – starting rotation 
playing some solid defense and then hitting the long ball, which is just yeah. fun to yeah. watch. It's just fun to watch. And that's what I complained about at the beginning of the season is I didn't think they had enough hitters. I thought, and I thought the hitters they did have were old and, and they are proving me wrong. And they're proving that I am the old fart and <laughs> know what's up because Brandon Crawford leading the team, 12 home runs, Buster Posey, 10 home runs, Evan Longoria, nine home runs. That is incredible. Yeah, it is incredible. That's you know they they're starting to they're starting to call them the triple Bs. Triple Bs. They're just they just these guys are playing. They're playing. And I tell you something: the way they handled Los Angeles, because Los Angeles had them had their number four straight, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, it's like okay, yeah, you beat us four. Then all of a sudden, Knicks came back and and okay and 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 showed showed them the door. So you know. Um, I have to admit, you, you got to tip your hat to the Giants right now. They're playing well. Um, but on the other side of the bay, the A's are playing well, too. So, And so are the Oakland A's. And I owe a huge, huge apology to Bob Melvin uh, last week. And when I said that he was about to get the record for the most wins for the Oakland Athletics as a manager, uh, passing, I think it was Tony LaRusso. I think I had that correct. But mm-hmm. I, I called him Melvin Mora uh during last week's show and not that he cares or listens to our podcast but if he did bob melvin shout out to you congratulations my apologies for screwing your name up but shout out to you for passing tony larusa and tony larusa is no slouch he just got a record he's second all-time winning as coaches or third all-time winning as coaches in in major league baseball so Bob Melvin, shout out to you. Tony Larusa, shout out to you as well. Yeah, and you know what it is 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 this is the beauty of, of living in the Bay Area because you have you know certain teams that you know basically you know uh, uh, turn it on, and then when they do, it, it's hard to turn them off. Um, I tell you something, I, I'm still excited for the Warriors, and the Warriors are at home right now. I'm still excited for next season because next season is going to be it's going to be a monster season. You're going to have Clay back, you know. Wiseman is going to go through a full season of of uh, of a development, which is something that we obviously wanted to see. Um, they kind of threw them to the wolves a bit this season, but you know it was kind of one of those situations where they wanted to see what they had. So, um, but but I I just got to feel next season is going to be a great season. Um, also. It appears that the uh, the Portland Trailblazers have parted ways with Tony Stotts, and he was there eleven seasons. And I was just, man, I was I was blown away by that. I was not ready for that. I mean, it was just, it was just, it was amazing. I'm like, what, really? <laughs> it's like, man. And then I guess you had you had. Uh, tweeted, not tweeted, but you had sent me a text that apparently Julio Jones is now a, a Texan. Uh, uh, Houston Texans? No, not Houston Texans. Nashville. So he went to the Tennessee Titans. Oh, he went to Tennessee Titans. Tennessee oh. Titans with Derrick Henry over there. And now right. you got Julio Jones. So yeah, that that's big. Uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan came out and said, hey, uh, Good for Julio. Good for the Titans. As long as he's no longer in our division, you know? Uh, so, so that's a good thing. He is out, uh, you know, out of the division over in Tennessee, the Niners do play Tennessee this year. So that'll be exciting. Um, 
man, like so close. I felt like the Niners were kind of at the top of that pile sniffing, but um, I guess money wise, they couldn't make it happen. No, no, they weren't going to, they weren't going to be able to make that happen. They got too many contracts already sold up. Um, I believe I want to say Tory Jefferson got signed to a one-year deal with the Niners. Uh, used to play for Baltimore. Um, and forgive me, I may have butchered his name, but um, apparently he sat out last year with a torn ACL. Uh, he's a defensive player. Um, but I, I have not seen any other major signings by the Niners. Um, it looks like Niners are, are, are going to go with their core, their core group, which is a phenomenal group right now. Um, but I think so scary Jalen Hurts coming back this year. We have not seen him, but I mean, from what every, you know, everybody says or what all the prospects, you know, he's supposed to be a standout. So, so the Niners do have a, they do have a squad. They do have uh, all the pieces, I guess you would say yeah. uh, that they need. So let's just see the thing I hear. Here's the thing I'm concerned about Richard. Now, as long as this man, Number 97. <laughs> Number 97 is back and is back like he was his rookie year. Mm. We're going to be golden. What I am concerned about, though, is having a new defensive coordinator. Um, I know I know that, that that shouldn't change much, blah, 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 but I think it does change things. Uh, Robert Sala was just – the, the presence that he was on the sideline, the, in, the intensity at which he coached the game was contagious. And it was contagious for that defense. And when you lose a guy like that, um, I'm concerned. So I am concerned defensively. I think they have all the pieces. I'm just concerned with, with the new, uh, you know, new changeover, uh, the new change in management with the defensive coordinator. So that, that does concern me. Other than that, I am so, 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 so ready for football season. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, they also, they also tried out uh, Delaney Walker um, who used to be a Niner. While used to be a Niner and went and went to where? To the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to say uh, Western Richburg. I think he retired. He did retire. Yeah. Uh, Richburg did retire so no. that uh but they uh, I think that we they knew that was coming so um yeah. that was just a formality I believe yeah and then the other thing is um I think I think the, the, I forget the, the the backup who's now probably going to be starting since where Westburg is, is gone Richburg is gone um I can't think of his name right now um I, I believe that that was something that they were they were you know messing around with last season because they Westburg wasn't in on every snap um, and I think I think when they when they kind of saw that coming they went ahead and basically started developing the, the kid um, I can't think of his name right now I, I know who you're I know I know who you're thinking of and I I'm I'm trying to look through my paperwork at the the roster but I don't have it in front yeah. of me, so, so um, but but yeah uh, the Niners future does look bright. I think the interesting thing, too, is what's going on in Green Bay, okay? Because, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 it's going to be the saga is going to continue, I feel. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. It shouldn't be a saga, okay? If he wants to go, let the guy go, okay? And, and, and tell him, hey, by the way, 
you got to pick up, you know, the tab on this contract we just, you know, signed you with. Okay? Houston Texans so, may be in the market for a quarterback right now. Don't, don't, don't they have Gardner Minshew? The Houston, uh, the Houston Texans. Oh, the Houston Texans. I was thinking the Tennessee when you because you were talking yeah. about Tennessee. Uh, no, we're all over. Yeah, but the Houston Texans, uh, they have a quarterback who may be in a little bit of trouble. So uh, maybe uh, that. Wait might a minute. Be- wait a minute. Uh, to say that was actually pretty light the way you put that. <laughs> a little bit of trouble. <laughs> well, I don't want to listen. I don't want to blast the guy on his personal business. I don't care. Whatever. He's he's got stuff going on. Like they may need a quarterback. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you something else. I don't think anybody wants to touch that right now. Okay, that that's a that, that's just a nasty situation. Really nasty is. situation, but if you're Houston and you want you're a new GM in Houston and you need to to make a move, you need to do something because you're not you're looking at starting the season without your starting quarterback. It may be time to pick up the phone and call the Packers and see what you can do to make a deal for an Aaron Rodgers so that you have a starting quarterback. Okay. Now they don't have much. I mean, I don't know what they have to offer back, but, but the Packers don't need a quarterback in return. Uh, I'll tell you something. New England needs one. New England would be another team that Mm -hmm. I I think would be, have a tremendous amount of interest. I mean, if they could pull that off, that would be Belichick genius. Yeah. Yeah. Because we got to be realistic. Newton is just not, he he's not the business man. I'm sorry. That injury that he that he took when he was over in North Carolina, he ain't been the same since then. So I mean, no, he hasn't. But I always I always always wish that this season will be the season, right? So like I know you come back from an injury, you know that like I'm like with Clay coming back, like I'm not expecting a ton. Like I'll just take a full season, right? And that's kind of you know where you're at with with a guy like Cam Newton. You just take a, a season. And, and now, like, I really, I really hope that this will be the season where he'll kind of get back to some of that form that he had before the injury. Right. So, got to tip my hat to Alex Smith. He received a George S. Hallis Player of the Year Award today. And with, with good reason. I mean. Well-deserved. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't know if you saw that the 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 documentary on his surgeries and everything but man that guy's leg should not have been, been come back and it did and he got on he got out there because he wanted to play they let him play and got the washington football team to the playoffs i mean that's unbelievable yeah. i mean the man had to learn how to walk again right let alone learn how to come back and play football i mean he had to learn how to walk again and that doesn't happen in a week or two like that is a that is a just a yeoman's work type performance like just it's one of those things like you you tell your kids about do you remember dave dravecki yeah he was a giants pitcher who who just threw it i mean it was a disgusting gruesome ugly injury that they showed on tv back in the day and it was nasty and you know what? Like his comeback story was just such a beautiful story. And I was at the first game that he came back to pitch really? after his injury. And man, you know what? Like that, it was awesome. And like to hear his story and to hear him persevere through that, like it was beautiful. Dave Dravecki, you know, Alex Smith is now one. That's this generation's mm-hmm. Dave Dravecki. Like that, that injury was gnarly and gruesome. And, but the determination, the perseverance, the, the self-motivation, just 
just uh, never gave up, never gave up, continued. He had, he had his niece. And one of the things he had stated, he said the, the, the beautiful part about it was that his wife was by his side the entire time. She never, mm-hmm. she never, never left his side, you know, telling him, yeah, you can do this. You can do this. And, 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 and like I said, it's, 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 it's a phenomenal story. Really and you is. know what, Richards, you know what's even better about that story is you can translate that story from Alex Smith to put insert your name, whoever is yeah. listening, insert your name, Richard, insert my name. Right. And we There's things that we have in life that we are either have to overcome or have overcome. And that it's not, it may not be because like we get back on the sports field to make millions of dollars, but right. like. But that that gives me the motivation in life. Like sports does that for me. It gives me motivation in life in in certain areas. And and that gives me motivation that I can overcome any obstacle that's in my way. No matter what life throws at me, no matter what happens, like I can overcome it because there's a man, Alex Smith, you know, a Dave Dravecki, uh, you know, name the player that overcame something that that could have been devastating or life altering and and they you turned it to good and we could take that same thing and we can do that in our life too i don't want to sound like a a positive you know uh encouragement speaker but i love that's how much i love this story about alex smith i really really do like it's such a a inspirational story well no actually you hit the hammer on the nail head because really like you said in, in life we all have different things that we have to overcome at some point and if we don't, um, then our lives change and it's not going to be for the better. Um, I look at Alex Smith as you, like you said, he's definitely a symbol, okay, of, of what it takes to endure, okay, because that's what he did. He endured that, that injury. And to see him back on the field, I watched a couple of the Washington football games. He was, he was throwing well. He was, he was throwing very well. Um, but, you know, hey, he called it a career and you know, you got to respect him for that and you got to respect him, the person. And that was the one thing I liked it when he was a 49, he was just a very genuine individual. You know what I mean? He, he, you know, he loved the game of football and, you know, and you know, you get every now and then some snide comments about him. Oh, he's not this, he's not that, you know, it's like, but, but man, the guy was a competitor, man. He was, he was absolutely was. And he wasn't going to be flashy. He wasn't going to be in your face. He wasn't no. going to be the loudest guy in the room. He wasn't going to be any of that. He was going to be the hardest worker guy. He's going to be the most consistent. I mean, he was just, he was going to be there and you knew exactly that you were going to get uh, his 110%. And it's the wiring of that type of person that it's no, uh, it's like a no brainer that, that he would come back from an injury like that because that's, it just tells you the type of guy he is. And we can all be that type of guy. Uh, um, I gotta, I gotta put a correction here. I called the former head coach of Portland trailblazers, Tony Scott. Scott. I said, I said Tony Stotts, but it's really Terry Stotts. Terry Stotts. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was my flub. So um, who, who's, who's keeping track? Like, come on. <laughs> We're, you know, we'll get it. You know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I watched, trying to remember which, yeah. I think shout I out, Jay, wait, hold on. Quick shout out to USA for beating Mexico. Hold on. Sorry. Soccer. I know. Oh yeah. I forgot. You like soccer. Yeah. yeah. Huge <laughs> shout out to, to USA for beating Mexico. That's I can't like, believe that they did. They beat Mexico. 
yeah, I think it was two to one or something. That was one of the guys. Wow. I didn't, I didn't see the game. I totally spaced that it was on, but one of the guys at work was like, man, it was a great game. So, uh, but yeah, I believe they did. They did pull it out. So okay, uh, that's huge, man. USA men's See, soccer making a comeback. Yeah, man, because Mexico usually well, they boss. They boss. No, I mean they they're always gonna be a great team. Yeah, yeah. Um sorry, sorry, I side. No, 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 I don't apologize. But um, I was excited. It's hard. It you know what this show's hard to do on a weekly basis because you try to cover all the things that happen in a week. And then by the time we cover them, we're moving into another week. And it's tough right. to remember all the, the really cool things that happen in sports. Yeah. Cause I was going to touch on um, in the MLS, uh, the open roots, uh, putting it down. Um, Beast mode. Yeah. Beast maybe, mode. Yeah. That's just, that's amazing. I didn't, I didn't even know that team existed. Okay. That's the thing. I didn't even know they existed, but, but they, they had a commercial on the other day and they yeah. featured, and they feature the open roots. And I asked, and I've seen, I was like, man, do these guys can play? Man, I was like, who knew? Okay. And, and you know what? They were just a bunch of dudes from the city of Oakland that just loved playing soccer. And they they put together the most competitive dudes from the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And that's how that that team started. I was reading about it. And Marshawn Lynch invested money into them as a league. And so, like, they're doing big things. Like, that's that's so dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's so definitely cool. that's another feel good story, no question about it. Um, so we're coming up on where well, we got to say goodbye, and I want to say to you, Matt, fine job as always, phenomenal job. Uh, I'm glad you kind of you kind of supported me tonight because I have to admit I'm a little on the tired side. I had a rough day today, so but. Uh, uh, like like your stats on, on the Giants and everything, very well done. Um, but we got to go. So that being said, I'm Richard the Razor Ewing. He's Matt and the Wiser Wise. And if you're looking at us, you had your game face on. You can come in, you can sit down, you can even have a drink. But if you do, you better put your game face on. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.